0: Merry Christmas, you filthy animal, (laughs) and a Happy New Year. What is going on? Welcome to episode 82. It's our Christmas spectacular. You had to open it up with that perfect monologue from Home Alone there. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals, or whatever holiday you celebrate. Welcome to Post Sports We've got a chop-full show for you, mostly NFL, but we're going to dive into that nasty... COVID, Omicron 19, I don't even know what to call it anymore, but we're gonna talk about that and how it impacts sports. Matt's got his footy action, but we're gonna spend a ton of time talking about NFL games, and uh, we even got a couple of NFL games going on right now, so we'll try to give you a live update. Welcome to the show. During the show, we're gonna give away some gift cards and we're gonna give away some free pub merchandise. So stay tuned for it, get ready for it, and uh, boys, let's dive right into it. Let's talk about how COVID is potentially Shut down a little bit here. We've seen it in the NFL, especially this week. Games got moved that were supposed to be played on Saturday. Now they're playing played tonight. Um, we're probably going to see this keep impacting and spiraling games, kind of shifting them a little bit more. NBA, think about taking some pause breaks. NHL is taking a pause break until after the holidays. They're not even going to play in the Olympics coming up because of COVID. Um, are we surprised it took this long for it to shut down? Do we think – are we afraid of another 2020 incident where we're going to shut down sports completely except for horse racing?
1: It is weird deja vu. I mean, I feel like I, this is how the podcast started was us <laughs> just talking about shutdown and, and what's going to come back. And, you know, it isn't surprising because it felt like we were just kind of sweeping COVID under the rug. Like we kept saying, all right, it's going to work its way out. And, uh, yeah, so now it's it's nightmare part two, part three, probably part two and a half. I don't know at this point, but yeah, it's not looking good. And especially like NFL, you know, this week was just a nightmare of, you know, canceling games, rescheduling. You know, and all season, they, you know, it seemed like it was under control to an extent. I mean, obviously, you know, there's news of players not able to play. But being in Baltimore for the Packers-Ravens game, you know, I'm just like – I'm just waiting to hear, like, is this game going to get canceled? Is this week going to move on? Um, So, yeah, it's – you know, it's a weird time. But I I wouldn't be surprised to see, like, college playoffs get pushed off or, you know, last week of NFL get pushed off or Super Bowl. It's going to – this this is going to happen, you know, 2022. Um, it's not, it's not getting better. So yeah, not fun having flashbacks to how this whole thing started. So
0: absolutely. Tim, you're the doctor with that white coat on. Listen, to the heartbeat of America here. What do you say?
2: Not a doctor. First of all, <laughs> um, I wish to make very light of a terrible situation. I if I was good at memes, I would put the Cam Newton with the covid face. I'm back. <laughs> um in all seriousness though, like um I work with people who have covid regularly, pretty much daily. It's um it's something that's not going away and and it's the pathology of a virus. A virus adapts to what we do to it. Uh it's going to be I fear it's going to be something similar every season in every sport um, as things adapt. I am interested to see what uh, particularly the NFL, what rules they do next season, uh, especially with vaccinated players. So right now I think they're doing vaccinated players who are asymptomatic, do not have to test, but people who are, well, regularly, but uh, people who are unvaccinated, regardless of symptoms, test every day. But now you see with this new strand that people who are vaccinated are, A, uh, contagious, but they also do not have as severe symptoms, but they do test positive. So despite having the vaccination, I'm going to be interested to see how they implement um, preventative strategies next season and what sports take that moving forward, because like Evan said, this is – this is an eerie story, and it sounds like we've heard this story before. And you know, we're just waiting for the story to end. But I feel like uh, each each season is going to be just another chapter of this story, and figuring out how these teams can try to stay ahead of the curve. Yeah,
0: and and it's kind of wild. You you kind of hit it at it. The, the NFL just recently changed their testing policy. Like two weeks ago, they're like, "Oh, non-vaccinated players don't have to be tested like every other person." Or sorry. Uh, vaccinated players don't have to be tested every day like non-vaccinated. Who feels good, and then boom, ten days later, now we're, now we we're rescheduling games because a whole quarterback room's out, or because you know a coach can't be on the sideline. It's just wild, wild times. Matt, over in England, how are we seeing that shaping you? I know you guys are already talking about a lockdown over there.
3: Yeah, it's a really bad. Um, twenty-five of the forty-six professional games. Um, that happened every Saturday um, in England, were called off. Um, Only four of the Premier League games went ahead, and any sporting event uh, from after Christmas into New Year that happens in Scotland and Wales will be behind uh, closed doors, so no fans for Welsh teams or Scottish teams. So uh, England will probably fall suit after, after that Christmas, Yeah.
0: Wow, 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 wow. I mean, do do we see a complete shutdown coming, or do you think we're, we've adapted this much, we're going to keep adapting, and even if we got to play behind closed doors, like Matt's saying, the money train ain't stopping.
1: I have any no idea. idea? Yeah. I have no idea what they're going to do. I don't think they have any idea what they're going to do. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so either. You know, yeah. I, I don't think we've really had a plan for, yeah. you know, it's going on almost two years now.
0: Yeah. Anybody got any coughs? Yeah, let's just go out there. We're good. We're good. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I just don't see the NFL. I, I can see what they did last year, where they'll just play without fans. I don't see the cog wheel that is the NFL stopping their games. Like if they're willing to postpone these games, when initially they were like, nope. If you're if this game has to get postponed, your team's being punished, to where now they're bending they're running backwards to try to fit these games in. I just don't see them stopping. Now the fans, unfortunately, I think we're heading more towards Matt's area where it's just, it's just behind closed doors. Just turn on the TV and watch it. And that's going to be it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I think you're right. You know, uh, me being a high school coach, I'm starting to see it with teams. You know, we're hosting a tournament tomorrow and uh, we've already had a team drop out because one tested positive and And so the team had a quarantine. So, um, uh, it's going to trickle all the way down, I think. I think we're going to see a lot of trickle down, but I don't see the major organizations who make billions and billions of dollars stopping the train anytime soon. Uh, Let's we'll talk about something more fun, shall we? Matt, it's your footy corner. Take it away for us.
3: Yeah, so as I said, um, Premier League games are dropping out left, right, and center. Before the weekend even got started, um, all the managers held a, pref- um, held a meeting with each other, To see if they could even play this weekend and uh some of the some of the games had to pull out aston villa uh played were supposed to play norwich i think and they their game was called off literally an hour and a half before the game but anyway anyway let's actually get some actual sport and there was an absolute cracking game at white hart lane between spurs and liverpool this game was brilliant harry kane uh only scored his second goal of the season uh Supposedly best striker in the world. I absolutely love him, but he's been terrible this year. He scored the first goal. Um, Diego Jota for Liverpool scored, uh, scored an equaliser. Then Andrew Robertson um, scored, you know, late on, 70th minute, to take the lead at uh, White Hot Lane. Then humming Song uh, equalised in the 74th. Uh, and it's 2-2. And you know what? Throughout this whole game... Spurs should be winning by a mile. Spurs was so much better than Liverpool. Um, and in the 77th minute, Andrew Robinson, um gets sent off for a reckless tackle. He gets nowhere near the ball. Um, and then from then on, it was just route one traffic. All Tottenham, all Spurs, like had been for the whole game, to be honest. And Spurs are going to be walking away from this game thinking, how on earth have we not beaten Liverpool? And Liverpool will be thinking, that's a point picks up rather than at two points dropped um yeah it was a, it was a great game end to end stuff but spurs really should have won us by quite some margin
0: you hate to see it you know henry kane that's that's a name that was so talked about in free agency you know oh he's gonna make this huge impact and he's gonna <sighs> he's kind of been quiet like you said he's only scored two goals this season
3: yeah yeah exactly i mean he's it's been known as a 30 goal man per season, you know. Yeah, he's known for literally knocking him in, and he's supposed to be the you know the leading Premier League goal scorer in probably about five years' time. But he's really been off this year, been terrible. Mm. Um, but yeah, awesome. But going forward, it's a bit of an issue with the Premier League now. They every team in the Premier League will play three games between the 26th of December to the 1st of January. Three games? Yeah. So some teams will literally play 26th, 28th, and the 1st. Wow. So it it always gets crazy this time of year where they literally get loads of gamers in. So if you're at Chris, uh, there were no games Christmas Day, but Boxing Day, 27th, 28th, 29th. Like, if you've got days off work... If you're just chilling around, there will literally will be a game on. Um, so keep an eye out for all of those. I can't break them all down because there's literally so many. But the big games to look out for, I would say, definitely are... Da, 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 da. Especially once that you guys... Aston Villa v Chelsea, Boxing Day, uh, 12 o'clock Eastern time. That's a big game. Chelsea need to win. Villa are doing really well under Steven Gerrard. Um what else have we got here? 29th of December, Brentford versus Man City. Brentford will be pushing to get a big result against the Man City juggernaut who just keep winning games. And then finally, on New, Year, New Year's Day, you've got a massive game, Arsenal v Man City. Um, Ooh. Arsenal have been really good <laughs> for the last six or seven games and Man City have just all... There's talk that this is the best Man City team of all time um so yeah there's some free games there to keep your eyes out for there's some great games coming up um if you're bored around the house you've got time off there'll be some premier league on that's for hey,
0: sure i'm here for it you know i'm taking off going to go see my dad and uh big soccer guy so i think me and him will mess around drink a little cup of cold ones and uh watch a little soccer i'm excited matt i appreciate perfect. it Perfect. perfect good deal well boys that's it for every other sport except for nfl we ready to dive into it we ready to do the damn thing let's do it let's go let's get copyright infringement baby
2: oh wrong one (laughs)
0: hey a little scrappy head came for you we're doing all right (laughs) so this week's up and down list was a little difficult for me because we had two games going on right now so technically this could change this could get swapped out here but here's my up and down list so far in the AFC, Steelers gets a big winner of the Titans. They're moving up. Colts beat the Pats, and Chiefs keep on winning. On the way down, the Titans take a L. L, the Chargers take an L. And, yes, the Texans won. But they might have screwed themselves out of a top three draft pick by winning. So for that reason, that reason only, they're on their way down now. In the NFC, we got the Saints taking out Tom Brady. I mean, they're the Achilles heel of Tom Brady and the Bucks right now. Then you got the Lions coming off that huge win against the Cardinals. And the 49ers keep finding ways to win and improve their seating. On the way down, Bucks losing the Saints in a very, very, very low-scoring game. Not a good look for them. And plus, injuries keep stacking up on them. Cardinals, once again, injury bugs hitting them a little bit. Plus, taking an L like they did. You hate to see it unless you're Tim. And then the <laughs> Giants on the way down. They just can't get right. Uh, but out of this list, anything I mess up on, anything we agree, disagree, any and everything.
1: You didn't include the one team who's actually clinched the playoffs already. That is my apologies, yeah and that's the Green Bay Packers so I had, I had a choice to make. I know that they I know that they won by the skin of their teeth, but that's the cardiac Ravens they played against, who is in every game, but Packers clinched and also as and without of right Lamar. Now, and without Lamar, even though Huntley balled, Bald. so yeah, that was my only—that'd be my only picking nits there.
3: That's fair. A team that's not bad out on the definitely on the downward turn is uh, my Jags. Um, <laughs> not really my Jags. This is what Jags in terms of a bet. Thinking going into going into this weekend, Jags have sacked Urban Meyer. We've got the they got the Texans. The Lions have got the Cardinals thinking, oh, I should win this bet here. This bet is coming in. The Jags will win more games than the Lions. And you've got to be kidding me. They get absolutely <laughs> stuffed by the Titans. <sighs> yeah. It, it, rewind the clock.
0: Jags already won two games. Matt's feeling great. Tim's Lions still <laughs> winless. And now all of a sudden, Tim's Lions are in the lead now. A little worried there, Matt. That was oh, a must-win for the Jags. Your Jags. That was a must-win.
3: Yeah. Um, I'm going to be asking Tim's bank details after this. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I only
2: do Dogecoin, so we'll yeah, talk about Perfect. that later. Perfect. This
0: guy. <laughs> um, anything else about the list we should add or take away?
1: Uh, I mean, the league is pretty dead even right now. You yeah. know, I think there's just, if you look at the AFC North, you know, all four teams are battling it out with these three weeks left. You got the Titans and Colts duking it out. You got the Patriots, Bills duking it out and Dolphins. Should throw mm-hmm. them yeah. in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. The entire West is duking it out with Kansas City. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's close. It, it's, It's a tight race. And I know we've been saying it for weeks. It feels like this this year it's wide open that anybody could take it. Wide ass open.
0: And yes, Tim, I know I didn't put the dolphins in there in your red school theory. I know.
2: I I remember I remember a very recent time where I told everyone, Hey, dolphins, they're hot. They're coming up, and everyone said "lol" at Tim. Dolphins stink. <laughs> Look at them. The Bills are sucking right now, and the Dolphins are on a six-game win streak. So, Tim, got out of all
0: credit. out of all the hot takes you've had, you are bound to at least get one of them right. So, <laughs> shout out to you for getting one
3: right. I don't think the Bills are sucking that much. They've got a chance to go top the AFC East this weekend, haven't they?
0: Yeah, they do. They, they've got to beat the Patriots, but that's going to be a really good game. It's going to be a good one.
3: Uh, but I
1: was even thinking, like, with those teams trending down, you know, I see the Titans, and the Titans have beaten the Colts twice. So they own that tiebreaker that I feel like if the Titans just win one – if they win one more game, they got it. They got it on lock. So – and, again, that's a team that they're getting Derrick Henry back. They're, they're hopefully getting A.J. Brown and Julio back. So they've been battling without some of their yeah. key weapons. So that's where it's just a little dangerous. It's like, okay, I get that, you know, people are now kind of ragging Tannehill, but it's like they're missing a lot of pieces. And same thing with Brady and Tampa. As you know, in that game against the Saints, it's like they didn't have Godwin. I didn't see Evans. I mean, it was just like they're missing some of those weapons. So, yeah, but they're supposed to get them back. That's the other thing.
0: Yeah, which – I guess it all depends on and not having everybody's injuries pulled up on you know on the computer here, but depending on when they can get them back, when they can get them back in the rotation, now mm-hmm. you're talking about, oh, shit, they're not very good to, oh, man, here they come. They're rolling. Uh, well, let's talk about spud to stud here. Anybody come to mind for us? I know for me, it's a young man playing quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens, and uh, he's not even the star. He looked Dangerous. Now, yes, he lost, but he still led the Ravens to a very, very close, dynamic game against your Packers, Matt Nevin. And, um, and it was it was really impressive to watch him just go out there and feel like the Ravens didn't miss a lot; they didn't miss a beat.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was a you know being there. It was awesome. I got to sit next to a season ticket holder named John that I got to meet. So shout out to Section Five Eleven at. <laughs> Uh, at the, the stadium there but uh but no like we were just talking during the game and and the Packers were basically giving the Ravens a lot of underneath stuff mm-hmm. and and they were just taking it and and Mark Andrews was just a force and i think you know part of it is just Tyler Huntley bought out but it was also just like that was the matchup mm-hmm. is Mark Andrews versus whoever was covering him we just couldn't guard him we didn't have anybody who could really who could really defend him? Um, and just a well-coached game by Harbaugh. You know, they limited our possessions. We didn't really control the ball in the first half. We may have had like two or three possessions. Um, and again, that's just that's textbook, how you beat teams with Hall of Fame quarterbacks. That's how you beat the Chiefs, that's how you beat the Packers. So I was impressed by the Ravens game plan overall. And yeah, Huntley stepped up as the backup, which is which is what you need. But as a team, I thought the Ravens played lights out. They played like a playoff team. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Any other spud to stud? Spud to stud.
2: Absolutely. Um, My spud to stud, this is like every football fan's icon, right? We got Craig Reynolds, a no-name running back. They literally call him Netflix because the day before the game, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they called him up and he was on the couch watching Netflix and like, Hey, we need you to play. He rushes for over 100 rushing yards against the Cardinals defense. The Lions signed him immediately to the 53 man roster. He he literally grinded his way to the spot. Um, it's I don't care what team you pull for, like someone with that much grit and who can show out like that, you got to appreciate. And uh, so he's definitely my spud stud uh stud to spud uh kyler murray i was sharing this with uh sharing this with parker earlier and i I don't know if matt had jumped on yet kyler murray has yet to defeat the detroit lions in his career so just take that into account kyler's dead (laughs) (laughs) well craig Craig Reynolds, can we get him a better number than 46 though can we do a little bit better for it i like it i like it bring it back Start it actually.
3: Start it. Oh, Lord, I love it. Well, the spot to start this week has to be hands down, it's got to be Jared Goff, surely. Mm. Mm. <laughs> That's a good pick. Yeah, um, I'll let me get his numbers up quickly. Give me two seconds like 216 yards, 21 from 26, three touchdowns. That is ridiculous. I am
1: curious, Tim. Do you think Goff, do you think he's going to have a a brighter future? I mean, this is, it's been a rough start this year, but are your hopes pretty high for Goff moving forward?
2: Not particularly. Um, (laughs) He, so like out of what the 12, 13 games that have been played, something like that, he's shown promise in like, three or four where I was like, okay, like he's doing great. Um, Most of the time I'm yelling at him on my TV screen, uh, whether he finishes that whole bucket of popcorn and then goes out and takes the snap or whatever it is. But, but truly, I have not seen a more complete Detroit game in my life. That was the most complete game they have ever played. And Jared Goff, I knew at any moment Jared was just going to throw two pick sixes and we would lose. I just <laughs> knew it.
0: <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, well, two, two quick things here. That young man right there, T. Henney, played his last game for the Black and Gold. So shout out to him. Salute to him and Cato. Um, and I can't wait to see them ball out the next level. I think both have the potential, but if they choose not to, great. They're great young men. And we're actually going to have them back. Next week, they're going to give us a little recap of the season, tell us what their future plan is. So, knock on wood, we get them back on the pod, but we've kind of been talking, and T-Henny Cato coming back on the pod next Tuesday for us. That's awesome.
3: I'm excited. I will talk about Everton.
0: You send us your listener questions, and the best question gets this nice App State meets Pub Sports Talk Hmm. hoodie. Dang. Dang. I like that. So, best question, you're getting this, all right? Send them in good. Uh, and then the second thing is, if you could give your team a Christmas present, what are you giving your team for Christmas here? For me, it's a solid O-line. Still need it. The Bengals still need a solid O-line.
2: Hmm. So not like a physical gift, but like a positional gift? If, if, you, if you want to give them a physical gift, you can.
0: We know how the benches are in line, you know, in Detroit. They can be a little wonky. So if you want to give them a brand new
2: set of benches, you get it. You know what I want? Right outside of Ford Field, I want a statue of a lion literally mid-tear off a human's leg right at the kneecap. Literally (laughs) just like mid-tear, like the lion's ripping. And you just see like, the patella just coming out. Can we make it that's a what I would give
0: and just have like red waters <laughs> thrown out the
3: knee? <laughs> just make it red wine, please. At least. Yeah. Oh, I
0: love it. I love it. <laughs> that is awesome.
1: I'm torn between two. Cause we might be, we should be, again, I've been saying about the three, all pros that are injured that we might be getting back. So that's Bakhtiari, Zadarius Smith and Jair Alexander. But I think the best gift would just be that home field advantage on mm. lock. I want to see the playoffs come through Lambo. I like
3: that. That's pretty good. Uh, the Packers are selling uh, shareholders, uh, you know, um, pieces of shares for Lambo Field. Annoyingly, you can't buy them if you're in the UK. So uh, instead of I'm giving something to them, they could give that to me.
0: <laughs> and there you go I like it I like it well boys let's move into our picks once again like last week we're supposed to have one Thursday night game two Saturday games a flock of set- Sunday games and one Monday night game we'll see if that schedule sticks or not Thursday night's game Titans Niners Niners three and a half point favorite over on a set of 44 and a half points who we taking and we'll go Matt Fitz Tim and then myself
3: ooh uh, could be, I don't really know. Here, not just to get a bit of a roll, they just beat the Falcons, but the Falcons, uh, they're okay. I could be Titans after all that. You were high praise with the Falcons last week, Matt. And I, was, like, I was, I nah,
0: was, you know what? It's just the Falcons, <laughs> get them out
3: of here. It was, and I remember watching that. I watched that game going, What the fuck was I on about?
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, it feels like the
1: Titans just got to win one or two of their last games they got niners dolphins texans i think this is one they actually lose i think the niners take them but tennessee should be fine moving forward but yeah like the niners
2: yeah give me the niners
0: yeah the only thing that worries me is they're traveling from west coast to east coast here so there's a little time difference at least it's central time not eastern time though so they at least save an hour that way but I, give me the 49ers. I, I think they keep the train rolling, and the Titans just need to win, you know, like Fitz said, a couple more here, but uh, I don't think it's this one. Moving to Saturday's game, and the Browns are playing today, so this one's going to be really curious. Sorry, they just played, no, the Browns played yesterday. So it's going to be a little curious to see if they're going to move it or keep this thing. Packers, Browns, Green Bay, seven point favorite over in a set 44.5. Yeah,
3: obviously, Green Bay. I always will pick Green Bay. Pure uh, biased. I don't think the seven points favorites. Um, I guess that's purely because it's a short week for them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, hopefully our, as your yeah, Fitz said earlier, our team's slightly getting healthier. Uh, Packers.
1: Yeah, a little concerned about defense for the Packers. They were top five in the league, and then we got torched by Justin Fields and the Bears of all teams. And, <laughs> and then we just, you know, we let the backup Huntley kind of march all over us. So I'm not sure what's going on there. Um it's a little unnerving. Um and and trying to contain Chubb is always gonna be a problem and and I don't know about <laughs> no pun intended. Um <laughs> yeah like a, I actually it's funny I had Chubb on my fantasy team and I was home and I was I was like come on Chubb and my mom's like what are you saying? And I'm like no, it's like, my running back.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know. with Chubb. Yeah. I don't know.
1: I mean, I I haven't really seen the Browns play that much, but I've heard a lot of talk about Miles Garrett, obviously. Um, but I think it should be Packers, but definitely, definitely has a playoff feel to it.
2: Yeah, I watched a little bit of the Browns game, and um, they had Mullins, I think, as their quarterback. And I was like, oh, this is going to be an ish storm. Mullins was playing good, and it was actually the receiving core that was dropping a lot of passes for the Browns. So I'm going to give it to the Packers.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm going to give it to the Packers as well. I just think the Browns are just – they're Brown for a reason. They're shit. (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) Other Saturdays games. Cardinals, Colts, Arizona one-point favorite. Colts stopping the hottest team in the AFC, arguably, the Patriots last week. Cardinals losing to sorry, Tim. A bottom feeder of the NFC, they're supposed to be the top dog of the NFC over there. Uh, <laughs> but Lion said, nah, bite kneecaps off 49 halves the over under, Arizona one point favorite.
3: I think this is a game where people start to question if the Cardinals are actually good or they're just pretenders. Um, because if it, if if Mr. Netflix comes out of Detroit and runs for over 100 yards. Uh, non-QB MVP, uh, Jonathan Taylor, to be running all over him, Colts. Yeah, I'm looking at the Cardinals'
1: schedule because they were just so hot at the beginning of the year. Like, they were just handling teams, and then they've fallen off. And they did this last year, too, where they started off strong and then they didn't even make the playoffs because they, they lost so many. So the Cardinals, they've got Colts. Cowboys and then they finish with the Seahawks I I really want to take the Colts In this one I've been impressed by How Wentz has been playing Obviously Jonathan Taylor That defense is starting to Play like the team that I know and I'm not I'm not convinced the Cardinals are really Really as good As their record is so I am Going to take the Colts
2: Yeah I'm going Colts As well no reason. You just
1: you've
0: got a feeling?
2: Uh, Well, kind of like what the boys have been saying. I think the Colts are feeling themselves. And, um, you know, the running game is just too good for the Colts. Once they get rolling, JT is just going to stop them. So.
0: Yeah. You know, I, I. Man, I can see it. But thankfully, this thing's in Arizona. I think Kyle Murray, they bounce back. I'm still saying. Cardinals, you still bet on them. It just took a huge hit last week. So give me the cards. Bengals, Ravens, Bengals, two and a half point favorite, 44 and a half to over under. This could be for the AFC North title right here. This is – oh, man, this is dicey. Baltimore took the first one. We swept with Pittsburgh. Ah, this this could be it. What do we say?
3: This is a real belter of a game, isn't it? Um, I've got issues with the Bengals of Chase. What's happening with Chase? He only caught one ca- uh, catch last Sunday. Yeah. Um, you, you can't pick, you cannot pick the Ravens the way Huntley played. And Mark Andrews um, said very quietly he's the best tight end in the league.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Cincy, they're three and one in the division. So if they win this, they'll they'll have a four and one record. And again, way tiebreakers work, they first look at head to head, which you mentioned hackey, clean sweep of the Steelers. So Mm -hmm. you don't have to worry about them. I think the Bengals are taking care of business, but I will say if Lamar's back, I I think that's the lift they need. I, I actually don't think Huntley can beat him. I think that was, I think he played well, but, um, yeah, with, without Lamar, I think Cincy, I think they could lock this up. Yeah.
2: Give me the Bengals. Uh, my heart's with you, Parker. Let's go Cincy.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know what? We need this. Cincinnati needs this. Give me the damn nut chucks. We're flying around, baby. <laughs> Knocking them out. AFC North champs. Get the t-shirts ready. Let's go. <laughs> Falcons, Lions. Atlanta, three and a half point favorite overrun set. 44. What do we say?
3: I'm gonna keep it the Falcons. I still think they're kinda of okay. The Lions have had that one big, they've had a big win now, and they're but like, uh... They'll go back into, you know, being Detroit, give be me the Falcons. Yeah, I believe in Dan Campbell.
1: He's got this team fighting. They they got a lot of energy. I think the Lions win. I think they're I think they're finishing hot, which could be good or bad. It it gives you a lot of energy, costs you some draft picks, but but maybe they're turning the corner finally. So, go Lions, Tim.
2: Welcome to Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> like like my starting quarterback said, let's win the next three. Shit, why not? We're going Lions. Let's do it. Shit, why not? Jamie Shab- didn't why have that
3: attitude to at start the season. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. Give me Detroit. That, you got to. You just stumped the cards. You got to give it to the Cardinals. Bite kneecaps on the way out. Let's go. Vikings, Rams, Rams, three-point favorite, 49s over under. This is in Minnesota, though.
3: If it wasn't in Minnesota, I'd be thinking the Rams would blow out this team. Um, even then, I'm going to hit this bet big time. Give me the Rams. I like the points. I think Rams are actually a good team. They're getting good, good momentum towards the playoffs. And I actually think they're the best team in the West. So uh yeah. I'm gonna take the Vikings.
1: I, I think the Vikings are playing hot. Um obviously the Rams are starting to put it together, but again, as everyone's comparing to the to the Cardinals. And if the Cardinals are in fact imposters, you know, how big is that win that the Rams just had? Like that's I don't that, know. I think Vikings are they're putting it together. It will at least be close. And it just great matchup overall so
2: vikings i'm going rams um i'm just not a believer in kirk cousins i don't know if he can take him to the next level the staffers in the way,
1: so i will say this about kirk so you know a few weeks ago they were talking about oh kirk cousins only thrown three picks this year or something I don't know if y'all saw against the Bears. He literally threw like he threw a lob just straight to the safety for the for the Bears. Mm -hmm. Like no to nobody. (laughs) And I'm just like, this is why he is never in the Aaron Rodgers conversation. Like as soon as they try to put him there, he does something stupid like that. And I'm just like, never. I'm like, Aaron would never. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Yeah, this this one. It's tricky
0: because on the Rams, they got some talent, but there's still cancer on that team. You got to cut it out. OBJ still sitting there, growing, just like a tumor, just growing. <laughs> so, for that reason, that reason only. Skull, skull, skull. I'm going Vikes. Patriots, Bills. Huge, huge game for both teams here. New England, two and a half point favorite, 43 and a half to over
3: under. Who do we take? Um, how is this not a you know late late night kickoff? This game is absolute belter. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Bills. I want to see it happen. I would love to see it happen. Um, I generally think the pets will win, but I would love to see the Bills win. So I'll say Bills.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is this is for everything. That's the feeling. Obviously the. The Patriots got the first one. They're one game up. You got to face Belichick after a loss. That's never easy. But you feel like the first game was a little bit of a fluke because the win was such a factor. I'm actually – I'll take the Bills. I, I do – I will take the Bills solely because of the quarterback play between Josh Allen and Mac. I, I think Josh Allen's got him beat, even though the, the Patriots are – Phenomenal team this year. Yeah, give me the Bills.
2: Give me the Patriots. Just because. Just because. F the Bills.
0: I mean, all right, Tim. That's kind of hurtful, <laughs> but yeah, it is what it is. Uh, you know what? If this game was in New England, or sorry, th- if this game was in Buffalo, I'd give all advantage to in New England. They're six and one on the road. They're only three and four at home. The road warriors, not home warriors. For that reason, put them through the table, baby. I'm going bills to get the job done. Listeners, watchers, you want to win this shirt? Hit us up with your favorite pub sports talk memory. We'll send it to you. Ooh, get away all types of goodies. Jets, Jags. I got a feeling this game would be slates. I don't give a shit about. <laughs> Are we all unanimous there? I agree. I agree too for that reason we're going to put the poop filter on oh man <laughs> who do we take in this game
3: I don't like how some of the poops are like in half <laughs> like, like half shits. um oh my gosh well we all know who I'm taking I need the money well I don't really need the money I would like to have the money give me the Jags <laughs> we've got to beat the Jets please for the love of god I can't lose this bet <laughs> Uh, I'll take I'll take the Jets.
2: It ain't gonna be pretty, but we'll give we'll give it to the Jets.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's not gonna be pretty. But give me Fireman Ed. Put that Fireman's hat on. I'm going J E T S Jets Jets Jets.
1: Uh Slate, I hope that would be your pick because it has to be. Damn, that, it game. might be the I don't give a shit pick of the year. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's the shit of the year.
1: Uh, I should have queued up Shitter's full, but anyways
0: Eagles Giants Philly 10.5 point favorite I never thought I'd say Philly's a 10.5 point favorite over
3: under set 41.5 fucking
2: hell
3: <laughs> um, <laughs> a 10.5 point favorite I mean I, I I like the Eagles don't get me wrong but they're currently losing ten uh, 10.3 to Washington um, I, I was going to say the Eagles are going to win i would tempted to take that over because that's really low but there's no way they're going to cover that spread, but give me Eagles.
1: Yeah. I'll take the Eagles just cause they're actually, they're playing for something. They're, they're still playing for that seventh playoff spot. I don't think they're going to get it, but, but someone's going to get it and, and they're fighting for it. So if they lose to the giants, that's just, that's a painful way to lose. But yeah. I'll take the
3: Eagles.
2: Yeah. I'm going to Eagles too. Um, all the reasons the boys said. The Giants are just breaking their own necks out there. So let's go, Eagles.
0: Yeah. And this is in Philly. They're throwing batteries. It's Christmas. Like, come on. Santa's getting pelted out there. Give me Philly. <laughs> but I'll take the Giants plus 10.5. Come on. You got to give. I think New York keeps it closer than 10.5. New England. Or sorry, not New England. Patriots. Golly, what am I doing? Panthers, Bucks, Tampa, 11-point favorite. overruns at 44. I'm done. I'm out of here. Both these quarterbacks played for New England. I don't know.
3: Yeah, uh, absolute calamitous. Yeah. Um, Buccaneers are going to come out absolutely far and on they? Eh, after getting smoked by the Saints. This is going to be the Buccaneers by a billion, unless their injuries are genuinely really bad. I know some of them might come back this week, I know are bringing back Antonio Brown, but Godwin's out for the rest of the season. Fournette's for, gone for the season. Fournette, oh playoff Fournette, he's gone. Well, wow. ooh fuck. Now they sound
0: Bell though to take a spot, but
3: yeah, but he's he's pretty shit though, isn't he? Yeah, um, <laughs> Buccaneers. I'm still gonna pick Buccaneers.
1: I can't bet against Brady after a loss. I'll I'll take the Bucks.
2: I'm going Panthers. I think the Bucks are dead. Uh, I think I think Cam punches his ticket, first ballot Hall of Famer at this game.
0: Well, Tim's trolling, so for that reason, that reason all I'm taking the Bucks. Uh, I don't think <laughs> I think Microsoft tablets are going to be safe this week. Brady ain't going to break one. Don't know if you guys saw it, but he shattered the one. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, Texans charges L A seven point favorite over under set at forty four and a half
3: two. Oh. Chargers. Uh, Texans somehow seem to keep close to teams, but I think Chargers are going to blow these fools out.
1: Yeah, Chargers have to win. If they lose this one, that's inexcusable.
0: Give me the Chargers. Yeah, it's got to be Air Bear. I mean, the the, the sea, they have not had the season I thought they would be, but you can't lose to the Texans. Can't, can't do it.
2: Yeah, like the Bills.
0: <laughs> Chiefs, Steelers, over under 46, 9.5 point fair. The
3: Chiefs are. Is this game at uh, Arrowhead? This is in Arrowhead. Oh, Chiefs then. Uh, the only way this would have been ever close if it was at in Pittsburgh, because the Pittsburgh are quite good in Pittsburgh. Um but um yeah, Chiefs are getting real movement now, aren't they? They are well they're the Chiefs. Give me the Chiefs. <laughs>
1: I'm going to take the Steelers. I think where, the Chiefs, where the Chiefs have sown problems is on the offensive line. And you got T.J. Watt coming at you. Steelers are starting to gel. Roethlisberger's playing well. Like Steelers are starting to get hot at the right time. And I just think the Chiefs, this run that they're on, I don't know that they've had like a real statement win or like a true – like they've just, they've just been winning, which is always good but I don't have that feeling like they're still where they were a year ago. Like they're still they're still like a flat tire almost and I and I feel like TJ Watt's about to expose them. So yeah, Steelers.
2: Give me the Chiefs. I just don't think the Steelers got it. Um especially offensively. Defensively, they might contain some things but I, I don't know if they'll get it done so i'm going chiefs
0: yeah you know uh, ben roethlisberger he's undefeated when a live action spider movie comes out he used all that look against <laughs> the titans that was the weekend they should have bumped it up i don't know what they should have done but for that reason chiefs get the job done raiders broncos las vegas one point favorite over under 41 and a half
3: this is my um, weekly, I have no idea what's going to happen, game of the week. <laughs> um, who knows which LA uh, Raiders? Uh, LA Raiders? What the fuck do they play? Vegas. Was, Vegas. Thank you very much. Um, who knows how they get up? Give me the Broncos, I think. I think the Broncos beat crappy teams, and I think the Raiders suck now. <laughs> That's fair. Where's this game at? This is in Vegas.
1: Mm. Man, I'll... I'll take Teddy. You know, I I think the Broncos, I just, I like them a little bit better than the Raiders. Take the Broncos. Uh,
2: Teddy is, Teddy's on concussion protocol, right? I believe so. Yep. Is he really? That that boy ain't going to be ready. He just got hospitalized. I'm going Raiders. Oh, fuck. And Drew Locke. (laughs) Ouch. (laughs) I mean, they dropped up on there. (laughs) That's
1: my bad. (laughs) Uh,
0: You know, the Raiders haven't won a home game in three, four straight. That's tough. That's a tough way to go in the Death Star where opponents are supposed to come and die. Broncos coming off a tough loss to my Bengals. I mean, that game was sloppy uh, for both teams. Locks playing off for the city. He's going to wrap on the sideline. Drew Locke gets the job done. He wants his job back. <laughs> Cowboys team Dallas ten and a half point favorite. 47 over under. That's over or that point spread might change after tonight's game. We'll see.
3: Yeah. Um the Cowboys absolutely battered the football club in Washington very recently. And after that, it's it's no way you can't not pick the Cowboys. Um, Cowboys getting good momentum towards the playoffs. Uh, they will smash the football club. I'm all
1: in on the Cowboys defense. I, I love them. They're, they're playing hard nosed. They, you know, they just got young talent all over the field. Now, they don't, they, they let a lot of big plays up. That's the one thing. And again, that's a young defense. That's, that's what usually happens. But, yeah I just think in that first matchup they really they really showed no, this is our division, and I think Dallas I think they keep it up, so cowboys,
2: oh man, give me the football team, give me the uh the red wolves, I think they're <laughs> <laughs> um again. You know, each week you never know. You just kind of roll the dice, and you say, "Okay, are the Cowboys going to stink, or are they going to be a little better than stinky?" So, give me the football team.
0: Yeah, uh, they got a secret, secret weapon in their back pocket. They're bringing their benches on the road. They <laughs> love their benches for a reason. They're taking them everywhere they go. Give me the Cowboys. Come on. There's too much talent. Dallas gets it done. I know, Tim, you hate to hear it, but McCarthy, coach of the year. Seahawks, Bears, Seattle, 6.5 point favorite, 43.5 still over under. Seattle in a dogfight with the Rams right now. They're only down by three. Seattle could be changing the tides here. Who knows? What did we say? The
3: Bears are horrendous. Um, I mean, Justin Fields has tried his best to save that godforsaken franchise, but there's only so much he can do. Give me the Seahawks.
1: Uh, I will also take the Seahawks just based on how bad the Bears are. Neji's gone. There, there's no chance he's back next season. Sacked in the morning. <laughs>
2: Sacked on Christmas Day. I think he's not even gonna make it to this weekend.
1: Honestly, that'd be the best Christmas gift for the Bears. With just to be I don't know if that's really a gift, but <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh I think this game is gonna go over time. I think it's gonna end in a tie. Pull out the tie card. We haven't had one of those in a week. Yep. In a couple
0: weeks. Um man. Yeah, I Give me the Seahawks. Uh, they they're tied. They just tied. They kicked the field goal with LA. I like what they're doing so far. And, and Nagy's gone. You're right. Uh, I don't see him making it past this Sunday. But also said Urban Meyer makes it through the season. I right, look where that got me. So <coughs> Monday night's game. That was before he kicked his his kicker though. All right, to be fair. Saints, Fins, New Orleans, three point favorite. Over under set thirty nine points. Not a lot of points are supposed to be scored this game.
3: That's a crazy low uh, over under number, eh? Uh, I'm I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the fins, you know. even though Saints defense shut out the Buccaneers. I just think the Buccaneers had one of those days when you're just like, oh, it's just one of those days, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna still roll with the Finns. I'm um, saying Finns.
1: Very interesting matchup because both of these teams are fighting. They're fighting for that last playoff spot, respectively, and. In both conferences, it's a toss-up, but I I think Sean Payton is the X factor. He's a he's on his way to the Hall of Fame. I think as as one of the great coaches, and he's got the Saints playing well, even though they're still figuring out quarterback. But yeah, taking the Saints.
0: That'll be a good asterisk for next week when we talk about asterisks. Sean Payton, Ooh. Hall of Fame, but Bounty Gate still. Yeah, that
2: is a good one. I'm going the Finns. Um, I think with the Bills loss and the Finns winning. Mm, I think it's gonna change the playoff landscape. Let's go, Finns. This could change it. Do I like Tys- Taysom Hill?
0: Or like Tua? Give me Tua, baby. The Finns get it done. And that's it for our picks. Uh a lot of question marks on this week's games. We're going to see where they stay scheduled, if, if we'll stay one Thursday, two Saturday, and the rest on Sunday Monday. But we'll see. Who knows? Uh, we've got two random questions in the pub parlay. Let's dive into the pub parlay real quick. We'll cue that little scrappy, talk about some bets. Anybody want to start us off here? Last week we were close, Matt. We were real close. You mean slate?
3: Oh, what did we miss, what did we miss out on?
0: Uh, I think we missed up on one NFL game, cost us the parlay. Oh,
3: damn it. That's how close we were, but that's all right. Okay, uh, as I said, earlier, Arsenal are absolutely rolling on Boxing Day, uh, ten o'clock Eastern Time. They are playing away at Norwich City. Norwich City, bottom of the league, Arsenal. Playing pretty well, should get good odds because they're playing away. Give me Arsenal. Like it. Looking mm. up odds. <laughs> Wait, let just get good odds.
1: Because I so, okay, so <laughs> I want to do, I wanted to do the most random obscure bowl game. So Thursday, December twenty third, the Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl in tampa florida (laughs) it's florida versus ucf and i always like smaller schools um in the meaningless bowl games because i feel like florida might have guys who opt out like and also ucf's playing with a chip on their shoulder it's a state battle you know Mm -hmm. so they probably had the same you know similar high schools and stuff like that so i was just going to see what the you know, I would say UCF to cover if not win. Mm. All right. So UCF plus seven
0: or UCF to win at plus two thirty. Uh plus seven. Plus seven. All right. Fair enough. Confident, but not too confident. All right.
2: <laughs> Play safe bet. Safe, safe bet. bet. Uh you want a safe bet? We're going. <laughs> oh, I know safe exactly Oh
3: god, I get to say the fucking
2: goddamn <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Yeah. Oh no, two uh, F bombs in, in one episode. Th- this is an easy one, guys. We're going Patriots over the Bills. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it was a good parlay until then. <laughs> uh New England is the favorite though, so maybe, maybe that happens. Uh Fitz, I kind of like your random bowl game. I'm taking Houston over Auburn. Auburn just lost the quarterback to the transfer portal. Obviously, he's not playing. He went off to Oregon. So I like Houston getting the job done against Auburn.
1: What bowl game is that? That's the uh, well. I just had it and I just lost it. The Ticket Smarter Birmingham Bowl. That's it. Oh, you got whatever
0: you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <It's> family favorite. <laughs> uh, and then we got we got a random question from Jay Gray. And then Ooh. we'll have Matt's random question, because you had a good one for us. Uh, but random question for Jay Gray. What fictional sports team would you like to be a part of? She chose Eastern High School, High School Musical. She wants to be part of that team. What?
1: That's <laughs> part of the basketball team or the drama club? I'm going to hope part of the basketball team. We'll <sighs> see. Basketball team is trash, dude.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> like Troy Bolton is like a two star recruit at best. He's like a five nine guard singing and dancing on the basketball court. Guys is running past him left and right. Yeah, like that. I don't think they're playing against the best competition either. Mm. Like I don't know what state he's in, but they're they're like, playing in Boise. Yeah, it's like the one state. One they just don't care. Yeah.
3: For me, okay. Look oh, oh go, ahead. go ahead, Matt. Go oh, ahead, oh. so I was going to say, either the Mean Machine or the Longest Yard teams, oh. but that does not mean I would be in prison. And <laughs> as much as I want a roof over my head and regular sex, I'm not. i don't want to be in prison. So, <laughs> um. I'm going to say I want to be on the team that was in kicking and screaming because I want Bill Ferrell to be my manager.
0: I like it. I like that. That's a good one. For me, it's why I got on the chest, baby. Ducks fly together. Quack, 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 quack attack. I'll be part of the Mighty Ducks. Any of the movies, one, two, or three.
2: Um, this, is a, this is a good one. You all have great picks. I'm going Space Jam. Oh uh which team
1: good. the Toon squad, the Monstars oh Toon Squad
2: for sure, for sure we're talking the original, right? oh gee, yeah, yeah, oh, okay. for sure I would take the little
1: Giants I was, I was a big <laughs> yeah. fan of that movie, um, you know, I always thought they needed a receiver who could actually catch not the not the kid who was just blazing fast, but had to use the the stick 'em mm-hmm. so i I would have been a valuable receiver. For whoever their quarterback was. I, I remember the he had the the California haircut dude just throwing straight straight spiral, straight dimes. I was like, I, I would have complimented him pretty well. <laughs> I like that.
3: And then Matt, you had a Christmas edition for us, right? Uh yes. So uh what is your favorite Christmas song? Ooh. Fitz, we all guessed yours before um <laughs> oh really what, so, what's the guess
0: well we gotta hear your answer first and then... Is,
1: uh, thank you i'll give you a hint it's uh think christmas eve church service oh like it's not it's not gonna be like a carol it's gonna be like uh an annual christmas eve song Any, nope no guesses nope. Um no. <laughs> because even then that's a toss-up. Big fan of Silent Night, but I think that's my number two. Um, I think my top Christmas song, Angels We Have Heard on High. Uh, it's my
0: number yeah. one.
3: Moss
1: off.
0: Yeah, we had guest Mariah Carey,
1: All I Want for Christmas <laughs> is you. Yeah, I don't like that one. <laughs> the best like pop ones, the in sync, the in sync oh, Christmas. Song. That's a good one.
2: Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. It's really good. The greatest song for Christmas for me, uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks. Christmas, don't be late. <laughs> Telling you, it's that that whole album. I listen to it every year. I grew up with it. It's it just holds a special place in my heart. Alvin and the Chipmunks. Christmas, don't be late.
0: Please tell me, Carol's on the piano singing this and, and you're you're right next to her singing it but just belting it out
2: every holidays no but that is a great idea uh, ah yeah. we got a few days yeah okay okay
3: yeah piano in you'll be all right <laughs> um mine will be i'm surprised you didn't say this, sad uh, tim step into christmas by elton john Ooh, mm. that's a
0: good one
2: mm, that is that's a good a one,
0: one. Uh, for me, it's gotta be Trans Siberian Orchestra, "Carol of the Bells." That's always gets gets me fired up for Christmas. For
1: Christmas. can I change my answer because I said a church. I said like a church hymn. I didn't, you know. I wasn't thinking like just jams. Go ahead, Rev. Um, go ahead, Rev. Yeah, As a Rev answer, um, I think you gotta go. I, I think the best music is actually from the. This is a total curveball too, but. Uh, the Rudolph the Red nosed Reindeer special from 1964 with oh, the Burl Ives, yeah, the, the whole soundtrack's fire. Like Burl Ives, you know, Holly Jolly Christmas, Silver and Gold. Oh man, that whole that whole thing, it's
2: great. It.
0: Well, hey, that's gonna do it for the episode. We hope you guys have a wonderful holidays. Spend it with your family, friends, watch the sports, bet on sports, drink some beer, eggnog, whatever. Enjoy it. Be merry. We'll catch you guys next week for our New Year's spectacular show. Um, and we'll talk about some asterisks and all that wonderful stuff. But till then, deuces.
1: Bye. Have a wonderful time. See ya. Uh,
3: in a bit, go well. Hey,
1: there we go. Perfect, perfect. And Merry Christmas.
0: <laughs> Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. <laughs>